You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction here with your feel-good sisters. This is Ray. And this is Heather. And we're here to remind you it's all about feeling good. I bet you uh, forgot fair for a minute. I bet you thought it was about getting stuff done. I bet you thought it was about striving. I bet you thought for a minute there that you actually had something you were here to do. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) Oh, yes, you are. You're here to feel joy and pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) And feel good because when we feel good, we feel like God feels and therefore we're able to see through the eyes of source. We're able to co-create so powerfully. And that's what we talk about every week on this show. We do throw in a couple of the things, some law of attraction stuff, some stuff about the Abrahams who we love so much. I don't know why I need to say that with some sort of country accent, (laughs) but there you You go. You always do though, so I do too. (laughs) (laughs) We love our Abrahams. <laughs> Actually, we study the Abraham Hicks work. We love channeled work. We we just really adore. I love that word. Adore Esther Hicks and all the work that she and Jerry and all the wonderful people who make um, that happen. So we talk a lot about the work, the leading edge work of channels, and uh, and we sure have a lot of fun. So we we welcome you to the show. And today we're gonna. Can I just say one one quick message before I forget? I just want to say thank you to all the people who write in and tell us how much the show means to them. It really, really moves us. So thank you for that. And we so appreciate your support. And we're so happy that two girls sitting around talking about feeling good um, can make a difference. So thank you all for that. And we encourage you to to write in and tell us um, how you are feeling good these days and how you're using what we know is principle and law of attraction to live life more joyfully, more fully. And uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about rendezvous points. I think rendezvous is kind of one of my favorite words. Mm-hmm. I can't spell it. <laughs> I start every time I try and write it, I have to look it up. Yeah. Love, love my French. Um, but, you know, recently in a recent workshop with Abraham, they talked about the fact that we actually don't create anything. Like everything's already created in vibration and we have enough in our vibrational escrow for 20 or 30 lifetimes. We've all heard this, right? But really all that we're doing when we align is we're rendezvousing with that which is already done and how easy it is when we rendezvous with that which is already created and brought into the physical through that alignment that it, it is not going and creating it. And, and I think that's refreshing and, and important to remember that it's not about you going out and creating it vibrationally. That's the work of source. It is only 
your opportunity to cross paths with that vibration and and then play with it as it comes into the physical form. Don't you love that? Yes. That's the way it works. So That's when we talk way. about manifesting, there's little effort. Mm. That is so true. You know, we've talked so much about co-creating with source. Like we're out there rubbing sticks together trying to make a flame, mm-hmm. you know, uh, or I'm going to go figure out, you know, who I need to meet or I'm going to go, you know, and action, it doesn't mean action isn't a delicious, delicious part of this. It is. Of course it is. But that action is simply part of the rendezvous. It's part of the momentum that allows you to have what you want when you want it with ease and flow. So what I want to play tonight is a little bit of a track recently that that this woman was talking about the fact that she, you know, was in a bar having a beer middle afternoon, eating cheese and chips and um, overheard a conversation, ended up closing a deal and making like $10,000 in 10 minutes or something. And what I love about that story is, again, it was her feeling good, being relaxed, living in the faith, you know, faith it till you make it. Um, Faith it till you make it. I like that. That's actually my new bumper sticker. I just have to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Instead of fake it till you make it, fake fake it it till you make it. But it is that, you know, and it wasn't like she was sitting in the bar going, got to close a deal, got to close a real estate deal, got to, you know, she was just having some cheese dip with her friend and feeling good and trusting, you know, how good life can be. And, you know, bing bong bing, things come together. And and I I really want to talk about the, the rendezvous and the fact that you have already, you know, done all the work. You don't have to keep telling source what you need. Do you find that sometimes, Heather, when you work with people that they're like, well, maybe I need to write another, you know, journal entry, being clear about what it is I'm asking for. Right. (laughs) Maybe I need to describe him a little bit more clearly. (laughs) I know that this piece might not sound relevant, but what I notice a big difference between resistance and ease, um, because you have to be in ease in order to rendezvous. Um, what I notice a big dis- difference is judgment. So when we're having judgment, we're in re- resistance. And therefore, we can't rendezvous with what we're asking for. Love it. Makes sense. So usually nine times out of ten when I have a client saying, I don't know, this is hard. It's just not working. I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and blah, 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 blah. They're in judgment. They're judging stuff. And we all, as human beings, I mean, we're in judgment. We, we believe that this is black and this is white and this is goes in this box and this gets this label. And this, you know, to me, judgment just means like putting a label on it. Yeah, especially judging ourselves. Can I just give a what, what about that? Like judging ourselves, like how come I haven't made this happen yet? How come I've been studying law of attraction for 20 plus years and 10 plus years and I haven't done this, that, and the other? I mean, we judge ourselves, Mm -hmm. which just throws us right under the bus and rendezvous points are not going to be at our fingertips. They're going to be... Rendezvous points are not under the bus. (laughs) (laughs) They're not under the bus. Exactly. So stop throwing yourself under there. (laughs) You know, stop trying to figure out. Stop trying to figure out why something hasn't happened. Because that in and of itself is is part of the resistance. It is about being in that place uh, of alignment, which just means take a breath. It's not all your job to figure this out. You don't have to know the who, what, where. You just have to know what and why and then feel better. That also goes to the point that, you know, every subject is really two subjects. 
And so when we're wondering why this hasn't happened yet or why haven't I lost the weight yet or why haven't I met the guy yet or why haven't I got the job yet or whatever, we're looking at the lack aspect of that subject instead of the abundant aspect of that subject. Exactly, exactly. And so um, this week, I've sort of been in love with this piece um, that comes from another channel that we love to talk about, Frank Butterfield, in the communion of light, a friend of mine sent uh, along some stuff from him. And so he has these little workshoppy things that you can go get at communion of light, communion of light.com. And he had this one series, I think it's like 14 pieces of audio. They're all about 10 to 12 minutes each around and it's called my business wait, what was it called? Hold on, I want to say it right. When my business exploded, when my business exploded, and once obviously it's about businesses and, you know, feeling that feeling of it already being done. See, because when we live in the vibration of it, or not, it's gonna explode. Someday I'm waiting on it. I'm working on the expo. It's like, it's done. My business has already exploded. It has already happened. And when you vibrationally step into that place, and feel it first, feel it first. That's not only going to be that my bumper sticker. I think I'm think I'm going for tattoo on this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Feel it first. You feel that first. Feel, live it, taste it, breathe it, be in it. And then the rendezvous points are going to smack you upside the head. You know, yeah. they're going to be so palpable and so real. But we've got to be in that place. So I recommend... Frank's work, first of all, um, in addition, obviously, to our Abrahams. But uh, Frank's work is over at communionoflight.com. And and purchase the one, yeah, again, when my business exploded, if you're interested in this, really getting to the point where you just are feeling it done, feeling the experience of it from a vibrational standpoint. Use that mind. Use your sense perception to create that place. And then... Uh, people, places, circumstances that kind of even go beyond what you could do, of course, because now you're working with the big boys and girls. You're working with the energy that creates worlds. You know, you have got, what, remember that, do you remember, Heather, when they used to talk about your manager in the sky or whatever? <laughs> what was that? Like, do you remember that where, they, where the Abrahams were focused on, you know, your divine manager? Uh-huh. Do you remember that one? And, you know, it's gone ahead, figured it all out, made it all happen. You just have to plug in and uh, have fun all the way down. So I, I love that ease and flow, the simplicity of it, you know, because I think we're all working too hard at this. Well, that's, I mean, to me, what I love about this work is the emotional guidance system because the emotions never lie and they're always indicating where you are. And our mind can play trick with tricks with us. I mean, being a hypnotherapist and understanding the conscious and subconscious mind, there are so many tricks that our mind can play with us. And so the majority of time when my clients are having a tough time, they're way up in their head, they're not in their heart, and they have no idea what's going on in their body. You know, they're not feeling it. But when you're in, when you're in your heart and you're letting your emotions indicate where you are, then you know okay, now I know where I am and here's where I want to go, you know, the point A to point B. And um, that getting into the the momentum of the feel-good flow is only possible when you know where you are, where you're pointed, and then where's, you know, where's upstream, where's downstream. I always use my little river analogy from their old work. 
Um, am I paddling upstream? Am I allowing the flow ha- to happen? And, and that momentum has its way with you. And that's where the rendezvous points are. They're in the flow and in the momentum. Yes. And, and it is happy along the way. It is that place of knowing that it is not about the destination. You will never get it done. You can never get it wrong because you can never get it done. Eternal beings, people. So it is not only, um, you know, getting into that place of relief, but enjoying the journey, enjoying the place and the fact that it is not done and you don't know how the bleep it's going to get done. Can we just enjoy that? Can we just stand back? Because with our faith and our trust and our knowing, you know, if your success was guaranteed, just think about that for a moment. If your success was guaranteed, how different would you be in the world? How, how different would your attitude be if, you, if your success was guaranteed? Because frankly, it is. It is guaranteed. As right. long as you're in alignment with it, this, this, this stuff is not screwy. You know, it doesn't turn on and turn off, but it does require consistency from you. It does require a level of truly making a decision in the moment to feel how I want to feel as if this thing was already done, as if I already had it. Um, Not because you know you're going to trick the law of attraction into getting it to you, but because it just feels so good to align with source. It is in many ways a life of continuous, in unity we would call it prayer, but in a lot of other um, modalities it would be called alignment, conscious connection, living more fully in that conscious connection so that you can be easy about this. And don't you love it when the Abrahams talk about that? Like, just be easy about this. It's one of my favorite things they say, and they say it all the time. We really have to be easy about this. Um, This is not rocket science in any way, shape, or form, but it does require your sacred attention, you know? Yeah, your sacred attention and your consistency. Yeah, and not tolerating not feeling good. You know, we yeah. tolerate not feeling good for long, long periods of time. It's okay to feel what you're feeling. And a lot of people go, well, I need to be authentic. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Be authentic. Be where you are. As Heather just said, you need to know how you feel. But you can't pitch a tent there. You can't live there. You got to make a decision that you're going to move into that, that feel good place, that place of what if this was a done deal. Just ask yourself, what's the one thing you want? And I want you to use the power of your imagination to imagine as if it's a done deal tomorrow morning when you wake up. Done deal. And just feel how your emotions, your consciousness, your thought forms, your vibration shifts. And you can be a heck of a lot more fun to be around. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, because we're not trying so hard. And I think that's really the important part. You know, that that rendezvous point feels so good. And I think and source will give you signs along the way. Don't you think as 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 you're moving in and out 
um, right before a rendezvous point where like something big's about to happen. There's also kind of little rendezvous points leading up to it. Little like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, someone just said the same thing I was thinking. Or, mm-hmm. oh, there's my favorite number sequence. Or as I was just sharing with Heather before the show, <laughs> that I was on a bus and was standing up to get off the bus. And I usually didn't take that spot. And I was, you know, inspired to take, get off at another spot. And I stood up and that car license plate in front of the bus had my name on it. Like it, Ray, which is spelled right out, and my number for Abraham, uh, which goes back to Jerry and ha- Abraham. She used to work, wake him up at five fifty-five in the morning. If you all remember, those of you who've listening to Abraham a long time, so fives have always been my connection with Source and and with my Abraham and. And so this license plate had had five Ray, you know, all right. And I just that's the little stuff, yeah. Uh, that just says you know you're on it, you're on it, and and I love that. It's like little breadcrumbs. Yeah, I had a similar, I had a couple things happen. I was at an event on Friday night and um, I noticed that when I'm lined up, that if I'm in a group of people, the people that resonate with me light up like a, like a light bulb or like a Christmas tree and everyone else, it doesn't light up, just becomes part of the wallpaper. Yeah. And it really gave me such a clarity about why in my life, and I don't know if anybody else out there has ever felt invisible, but in my life, so many times I felt invisible. And when this happened the other night, I was realizing it's happening more and more and more that if the people that light up are on a similar matching vibration and anyone that's not on a matching vibration, it's almost as if they're not there. It's like they become the wallpaper. And it's and not, so, not important it's to not be a, liked by all of them. <laughs> no, and it's not a judgment. It's not a good or bad or right or wrong. It's just a matching vibration shows up as a light and a non-matching vibration can't be seen yeah. or felt or experienced. And so I was like, wow, this is so cool. <laughs> well, the path does light up. They talk about that all the time. That if we yes. would just allow the path to light up and not go, you know, invent the light bulb in order for the path to light up, which is what a lot of us do. I'll go put the blue lights out there so that I know they're there. No, 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 no. Let it light up. Let people and circumstances and, and ways to go, let it guide you. Because I think sometimes we forget about the spiritual entourage that it's following us around 24-7 forever and ever. And is it our, an entourage? It is such an entourage. Oh, I mean, amazing. Oh. It's endless. And I think that the more and more we open to it and the more we allow it, we, we really begin to see that it is an entourage that is interested in our every detail, the small, small, small stuff, and the major, big, what we consider big for them, castle, button, whatever. Um, you know, what we consider the big stuff. So it is, is really fun to have that energy making itself more and more known to us in our everyday life, not just on Sunday afternoons after church, not just when you've had a great class, um, not just when, um, something special has happened, but in those, you know, Tuesday morning, right after your toast, (laughs) something happens in that connection. And, and yeah. that, that's that and to me is the glory, you know, that's really the juice. And then I know I'm setting myself up for just an extraordinary day, not without contrast, as we like to talk about, because we kiss that contrast. It's part of the expansion point. It is what we asked for, but it's not contrast that scares us. It's contrast that intrigues us. We lean in, we lean in and say, Hmm, this is interesting. 
Didn't mm-hmm. expect this. Didn't expect this. Hey, we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk some more about rendezvous points because that's all you're here is for a big old rendezvous and a little contrast that you learn to move through, but that's part of the journey. So when we come back, we'll talk more about that and more about who you really are. Stay tuned. Don't think about it. Let it Are you saying to yourself, I'm going to focus on me starting Monday, or right after the holidays, or on my next birthday? Well, we are here to say, don't wait another moment. Your health is the most important gift you have for yourself and those you love. Start now to become a more vibrant, healthy human being. Take that critical first step and join us every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central on Awaken to Your Best Health. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. a state of change, a period of transition? Perhaps you simply don't know which way to turn, or you want guidance on taking that next step in your personal or professional life. You can activate the power of yes with Reverend Beverly Melander. As a new thought minister and next step counselor, she knows how to listen to where you are and help you get to where you want to be. With 20 plus years of experience, she offers spiritual counseling and affirmative prayer next step counseling for your personal or professional life, as well as resume writing and editing. To learn more about Beverly's counseling services, visit beverlymelander.net. That's Beverly, M O L A N D E R.net. We now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to your feel-good sisters here on Everyday Attraction on Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. We're so happy that you're here. We're talking about Abrahams. We're talking about channels. We're talking about ease and flow and rendezvous points. And Heather, did you share all the, did, was there another one you wanted to share? I, I don't know if we got to it. Oh, I was at an event on Saturday and um, they were speaking about um, this book called The Slide Edge and they have these seven principles and they were walking through the principles of the book and I was like, oh my gosh, that is so lined up with Abraham and that one and that one. And so all seven principles of the book were just like right in alignment with um, the work that I'm doing. And I, it just, it made me think about um, one of the principles was about doing something when, when nobody's looking, like if nobody's looking and you do it, it might not really matter. And when nobody's looking and you don't do it, it might not really matter. And when we say do it, I mean like it's kind of like take inspired action. Mm -hmm. But over a long period of time, if you continue to take inspired action, 
it's going to make a huge difference. Um, But in that moment, it doesn't really matter, you know, and yet when we listen to our gut and we follow instinct and we, we take inspired action, it matters. And when we don't do it, it also matters. But we kind of have that inkling in the back of our mind. And, and what I noticed is that it's almost in between everything that where the work is for me. Like I remember doing a Wayne Dyer meditation a long time ago, and they were talking about the silence between the words or between the breaths. And that's where the work is. And I was like, what, what? And then I realized that it's in between everything that we are doing our work. It's not when we're at the event or when we're listening to our Abraham or when we're doing our meditation. It's the time in between that we get to practice and use this every day, you know, that we talk about here, everyday attraction, feeling good in between all of the big events, the the intentional feeling good, you know, (laughs) it's so true. And I, and I like that slowing down of it and, and really uh, getting into the flow and expecting the flow. Uh, expecting and being in this place of anticipation of things working out for you. I, I think that is a practice and a ritual that is so powerful. And it starts from, you know, when you get up in the morning, it is a form of, of prayer. It is a form of connection. What intention are you setting um, from, from that beautiful place of coming back from source as we do every night um, and come back into this place? What intention are you setting? What energy are you setting? Are you in your gut? I love to talk about the gut. In your gut, are you feeling anticipation of everything working out for you? Or are you dragging in that conversation that happened yesterday that set you off into worry, doubt and fear? Um, that's the choice. Those are the pivotal choices. Like you say, in the moment, is it going to make a difference? No, you're still going to have breakfast, still going to get on the bus, still going to go to work. But it is making such a huge difference different um, differential and the the sort of butterfly effect that when you make those choices in the moment to to go to that place of higher knowing it builds on itself it builds and builds and builds and then we get to those rendezvous points where your mind blows because somebody walked in the door and did this that and the other thing and you could have never coordinated this stuff um you know that's really the excitement because i think at the same time that it's fun, we also sort of remind ourselves that we are source energy. We remind ourselves that we are creating our reality. And there is a great joy in that. There is a great joy. But it is that conscious connection every day in those moments um, that seem ordinary, but are really extraordinary. And uh, oh, before I forget, I wanted to give a shout out to a friend of mine who's just written a book. Her, na- her name is Celeste, Celeste Jacob- Jacobini. Um, and she just wrote a book called How Do You Pray? And I know for many people, the word pray, prayer has has some Luddite heavy effects. But for others, it, it's kind of reinventing what we mean by prayer. It is not about pleading or begging or nor is it something we do when we're in trouble. It is really about a daily connection to source to that entourage and what the book is is it's basically religious leaders spiritual guides healers activists who all talk about how they pray or how they connect with source how they consciously connect with source and some of the folks that she interviewed for this book again it's how do you pray it's available on amazon she talks to greg braden 
She talks to Fred Allen Wolf, Marianne Williamson, um, just this really great group, Matthew Fox, Patch Adams, rabbis, priests, yogis, and, and really, again, they're all saying the same thing. It is this conscious realization of your inner workings, your inner being, and choosing every day, sometimes multiple times a day, to connect in. How do you pray, Heather? Ah, that's a great question. <laughs> I have a multitude of answers for that. Um, one is channeling, because to me, channeling is my way of connecting to source. That's probably my major way. Yeah. But. Um, and it's such a gift. And it's such a gift. And, and before you go on, remember your thought. Um, uh, we have a number of people who've, who have had incredible experiences with Heather and her channeling work. And. She's still offering for our audience to have a one-on-one -on -one session. And a couple of folks had written saying, you know, I'm not sure how does that experience work. And it is having done it myself, delicious, wonderful. There's no question too small. There's no question too big. And it's just really a way to connect with that broader knowing that Heather's honed and practiced and, and really uh, it got to the point where it's just such a beautiful flow and it's very personal. So if you're interested in having a session one-on-one, -on -one, and I highly recommend that folks take advantage of, of her work, is to go to Reset Your Mindset, resettoyourmindset.net and email us and, and we'll get you hooked up with a session. And also you can go to everydayattraction.com and, and get that same information. But go ahead. So channeling is your way that you quote unquote pray, connect with source. Yeah. And because you're talking about it, I'm going to say more about it too, because, you know, I think sometimes we think about channeling as a, a heady conversation where we're talking and we're learning something and it's logical and reasoning. But when I'm channeling, I'm in the feeling place and it's really um, kinesthetic and I can feel my clients just going straight to their connection with source, just in the way the space is held and in just the way there's kind of this sacred honoring and inviting in of source energy. So it's, it's um, co-creative and it's experiential because your breathing shifts and the way you're thinking and feeling shifts, you're moving out of your head into your heart just through the process of being in a channeling session um, so it's really fascinating because I just was doing with a client yesterday and she's been doing lots of personal growth and development and said the whole time I was channeling tears were pouring out of her eyes and she said she went to this feeling place that she had never been to before. Wow. And, um, she's been doing vibrational work for a really long time. She said she went to a vibration she had never experienced. And so a lot of it is, um, not the words, it's the, it's the vibe and it's how that vibe moves through your body. And that's what happens for me. It's like feeling source moving through my body. I have all these different, um, sensations from just, you know, constant vibration, like feeling a vibration from my toes to my head. Um, so that's like my main way. How do I pray? Um, I like my positive aspects journal. Ooh, love that's my positive a good one. aspects journal. That's love, a good love, one. love that one. Yeah. 17 seconds. My 17 second, um, four segments of 17 seconds is, is to me a way I'm praying because I'm just connecting to source in that 68 seconds. 
Um, That's a good list. I like that because it, it, it means you have a lot of tools depending on how you're feeling. So you're not just using the same one. I mean, I having, um, you know, studied prayer in the unity tradition and, and been a chaplain at, at my church, I really learned. And, and it's very much like what you're talking about, Heather, this idea of just being present with another, um, especially when you're praying with someone, but just being open. I think it's that opening. Yeah, that, that we're really practicing, you know, that that way of just really clearing out our small mindedness and really clearing out anything that would block or obstruct this pure energy knowledge. It can be words, it can be song, it can be anything um, that sources is constantly uh, making available to us. And so whether you're, you know, they're praying for yourself and with yourself or with another, it is just, it's less and less about words and more and more about that energy and that feeling, which is so exciting. And the reason we do that, because it is fun. It is fun to be in alignment. It's not like we're trying to get stuff done here. It's just stuff gets done when we're in alignment. It's. Uh, I was just thinking about that the other day. When I have somebody coming over and my house is kind of a little bit messy and I'm like, oh, someone's going to be here in half an hour. I can zip through my house and like straighten up and clean up and pick up in, with such ease because I'm so excited to see this person that's coming over and whatever. But like if nobody's coming over and my house has crap around, I don't have any inspired action at all. <laughs> and I just start laughing at myself and I'm like, well, how is that any different? The action itself is the same. Right. It just feels different when I'm excited to see somebody and then I'm just like all happy to do it, you know? And it's just, I crack myself up all the time because we have our own limiting beliefs are just all illusions in our own little head. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it should be about, you know, ease and flow and getting out of this idea that you have to do something in order to make something happen. You have to yes. do, you have to be. And I, I want to play a little bit from this recent Abraham workshop because I just am, just love this track and we'll play a little bit of it uh, and then we'll talk about it in depth. But this was a pretty recent Abraham Hicks workshop where um, we have, a, you know, the name of it of the particular track is Things Worked Out For Her. Love that. And and it's just kind of a fun reminding us of it is about ease and flow and it is about really choosing to be more in a kickback creative mode than it is in a struggle, strive, make it happen mode because that's really, really not what we're here to do. And let me play a little bit of it and then we'll chat about it. Hold on. I'm so happy to be here. Things have gotten so good for me. And... I just wanted to talk a little bit about how easy it is, just kind of on the heels of all of that. So about a year ago, uh, whew, my heart's beating. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> I was watching TV one night, and all of a sudden I felt kind of the energy start to flow. And I paused the TV, and I thought, I really want to goose this up. So I just started breathing and repeating the phrase, everything is always working out for me, over and over, slowing it down, and the energy kept getting stronger and stronger. And now I get a little overwhelmed, and I would want to stop, but I would say, I need to keep this going. So I would breathe and breathe, and I would keep repeating, 
everything is always working out for me. And I don't know how long I held that, how long I was able to maintain that. But when I decided I couldn't take it anymore, it was just really overwhelming. I got up and I had the urge to go check my email. I work from home. I'm in real estate. And I opened an email and it said, hey, Amy, we're moving to Atlanta. We're going to be there this weekend. We like this one house. We don't have a lender yet, so please tell us who you would like us to call. And are you available on Sunday at 11? And I I thought, damn, that looks like something I would have written in a journal. Like, that's the easiest thing. And so I emailed back, you know, yes, I check on the house. And sure enough, on Sunday, they came into town. And we went, we, and they bought the house. And I thought, that took like no time and effort on my part. That was the easiest thing I've ever created. That was so much fun. I want more of that. So I've been practicing that a little bit. So not that long ago, I was at an inspection, and I'm driving home, and a friend of mine always texts me about 1.30 in the afternoon and says, hey, you want to meet for lunch? And I always text back, I've already eaten, and I'm doing this other thing. (laughs) Well, on this particular day, I had not eaten, and so I thought, you know what? I just had that inspired action. I'm going to text my friend and see if she wants to eat. So I did, and she said, absolutely, I'll meet you at El Matador in 10 minutes, our favorite little Mexican restaurant. And I said, done. So I go there. It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. We're eating cheese dip, and I'm drinking a beer, and the lady next to me at the bar starts talking about real estate. And so I turn, and I insert myself into the conversation. <laughs> and um, she said, yeah, we're looking for a house and, you know, in this area, blah, 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 blah. And we don't have a lender. Who would you like us to call? So I hand her my phone, and she walks out and calls the girl who was just in the seat. (laughs) And 30 days later, I close her house. And so I kind of chuckle, and I think, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm eating cheese dip. I'm drinking a beer, and I made, like, (laughs) $11,000. I love that. Cheese dip and $11,000. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. When we come back, we'll talk more about how good it is to know what we know. Just like life, grief is a journey, not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? Join Rev. Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from grief to grace and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'll light a candle in your name. Pop culture is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as modern popular culture transmitted via mass media and aimed particularly at younger people. But can it be meaningful? Spiritual even? The hosts of Pop Conscious think it can be, and that it can be fun to explore, too. Milena Dawn and Stacey Macris Ross will be your amateur cultural anthropologists 
Examining pop culture and spirituality every Monday at 2 p.m. Central on Pop Conscious on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page. Search for Everyday Attraction or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here with your feel-good sisters, Ray and Heather. So good to have you here. We were just listening to a recent track from Abraham. And again, we encourage you to go to abraham-hicks.com, buy everything they ever did. Um, and uh, and if you can, get into a workshop. But uh, wasn't that a fun track that we just listened to? Mm-hmm. I mean, just ease and flow. But a couple of things I wanted to talk about and that what I heard there is, you know, she was she started, she was watching television. She was watching TV and she started to feel the energy flow and she stopped the television and she focused in on it. Right. And she used her breath, which I thought was really interesting. She's just breathing in and out and feeling the flow of energy and welcoming it in and being aware that the energy was flowing. Yeah. You know, and then, then, and the mantra that was working for her, everything is always working out. Yeah. For me, for you, for each of us, if we choose it, if we choose it, we, she's choosing it. She's, she's choosing it in that moment. So we're always at choice. And she was paying attention, you know, she was paying attention to the energy was moving something. And then she was, and I wanted to break this down. She was urged, she had an urge. (laughs) This is about spiritual urges, people. She had an urge to go check her email. Right. And, and we, so we get those, uh, I also want to call them promptings. My friends over at send out cards will remember that promptings, your prompted spirit is prompting you. And, uh, you've got some choices right there. You can move on the inspired action, the prompt or not. Don't worry. Your ship will keep coming in, but there's just that opportunity. And then the urge to go check your email. And then, you know, this thing about, oh, I kind of have an urge to text somebody or call someone. I don't know why came out of the blue, you know, and they were ready for lunch. And then they they were ready for lunch. Yeah. The, um, the urge to check her email. Oh, it was going to. Never mind. <laughs> well, that I mean, I think that's interesting because sometimes we poo-poo that stuff. Like, oh, I just had a thought. You know. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Abraham says this. Now, is it you that thought about whatever it is? Like, if you have a brilliant thought, was it you that thought that thought, or do you think Source put that thought in your mind? <laughs> I know, right? You know, I, it, it. <laughs> I know. I love that. I love that. And and Esther's been talking a lot about. You know, Jerry saying to her, well, is it me thinking about you or are you thinking about me? I don't know. Right. You know, so we are at that place where source is having its way with us and, and engaging in the physical because it is so delicious. But it is paying attention to those subtleties, to those urges, to those, hmm, wonder why I suddenly got the thought that I should call that person. I mean, this is the language of source, right? It's not, it's not always signs. And it's not going to beat you over the head. It's subtle. It's feather-like touches. It's like whispering. It's like this way, this way, this way. 
You That's know? a good point because a lot of times people say, well, I'm not really sure if I know what an urge is. Well, if you, if a person popped into your head, that's an urge, you know, like if <laughs> maybe we think an urge is going to show up with like a big neon sign or something. <laughs> we sometimes do, you know, we get this sometimes. idea that if it wasn't you know, written out in black and white, but it is again, like we talk about with feeling, it is a subtle practice. It is the subtleness of feeling your energy where it is in the middle of the colors, you know, it's not like red, blue, green. It's, it's in the hues in between those colors where we start to really get to feel where our momentum is, where our energy is. And it's in that subtlety that we begin to guide. It is not a stomping forward. It is a guiding. It is a, hmm, well, you know, that's interesting. I'm going to go check that out. I'm going to, and, and a lot of it happens sometimes, many of us experience it when we're driving, like we'll be prompted to go another way when we were like the GPS is going, turn around, turn around, you know, but we were prompted, we were put, we were kind of uh, guided, if you will, to move in a different direction and something was there for us. And sometimes we don't even know what was happening and why we were co-creating in that, in that moment, but it's trusting those promptings and not just, uh, you know, thinking that they're nothing, that they're, they're simply, you know, just your, something in your head or something that you're feeling. You want to take those feelings seriously and, and be part of the guidance, you know, with them. And to know that that is the language of source. That is how source is communicating to you. It is through the goosebumps. It is through the feelings. That's this, that's the language of source. We are experiencing emotions because of vibration, vibration, right. you know, emotions are the language of vibration. And it's that, don't you want to know the language of source? Don't you want to study yeah. the language of source? You know, we do every day we do when we smell the aromas in the air yeah. and see the visions. I mean, that's all translation of the vibration of source. Yes. Exactly. And, and following those signs. So I can't help myself. I want to go listen to a little bit more of that track. So we're going to go back. <laughs> this is again, a little bit of an Abraham Hicks workshop happened recently. And you can go to abraham-hicks.com and get this track for yourself and get everything that they do because it's so wonderful. But here we go. Let's listen to a little bit more of things just work out for her. This is so much fun. <laughs> but my question about all of this is, in that feeling where I think, wow, that was so, so, so easy and so much fun, I get this kind of tee-hee-hee-hee feeling that I would get when I was a kid when my mom would always say, you get away with everything. Mm. And that feels a little squirrely because even when she would say that when I was a kid, I would think, yeah, but that's kind of how it's supposed to be. I stir it up and then I get out of trouble and it's the most exhilarating thing all the time. I mean, is that squirrely when like, I manifest something that fast and I go, mm. We have some questions for you. Okay. Contemplating these will bring all of you to a place of empowerment and perhaps inspired action. In the two examples that you offered, the predominant examples that you offered, did it feel to you that the creation was already in the works and that the role you played in the breathing just put you in a receptive mode? Oh, absolutely. So... Are you saying to us that creation feels like rendezvousing? Yes. More than it feels like creating something? Yes. So 
Do you think that you are always in the receptive mode where you rendezvous like that, or are sometimes you not getting away with something? Sometimes I'm not. I will, I, I, so this is a distinction worth making, because in both of the examples that you offered, you see, what we're really talking about, if you can accept these facts, you had already created the income. It was already in your vibrational reality. You had already created the specific path to that income. It also was already in your vibrational reality. The timing of your rendezvousing with it was optional. And that was inspired. Now, it's worth noting that you were watching television when the idea came to you, which was a step of manifestation, to stop and flow and breathe. So a lot of people would have missed that step. Someone less sensitive, someone less decided to follow the path of least resistance might have missed that then. And then they wonder why they have a harder time and that the outcomes don't work out for them. Where the whole point that we've been making all day today, and you made it more clearly than we could have ever made it with all of the words that we were offering, when you explained that you were following the feeling and the feeling led to something which led to something which led to something which led to something. That's that path of least resistance that we are talking about. We just want to put out to all of you, at what point are you going to get on your path of least resistance? And in every case, it's easier to get on the path when there's nothing really to think that much about. She went to breathe. She focused on her breathing. She didn't focus on selling a house. She didn't focus on finding someone who wanted to buy a house. If she had jumped in there, she would have started to wobble. If you jumped in there, you would have wobbled. Well, I really don't know where to go today, and should I be doing something more productive? But you didn't jump in there. You jumped in where it was possible to be wobble-free. Mm -hmm. And in your sustaining that, the momentum built and built and built until you said, I can't take it anymore. What you meant was the momentum was such that you now had to act. That's what that feeling was. The momentum was such that it was not going to stay in that unresolved, unrealized, unmanifested position. It was bursting within you. That's what that feeling was. Something's got to give. It might as well be me onto my path of least resistance. Yeah, baby. Oh, so, mm -hmm. so much to dive into in that delicious, wasn't it? So much to dive into. What, what came up for you? It's so funny. Every time I listen to them, I get so mesmerized. I just like fall into it. It's so funny. I, know. Um, I just liked how she was just honoring and acknowledging her for the subtleties of the inspired action she was taking yeah. and what she was aware of. Yes. Yes. And what I heard was receptive mode. Mm -hmm. Receptive mode. Creation already happened. It was already in the works, but you were in a receptive mode. You were in the vibration, the path itself was already created, the money was already in your vibration, but the timing, optional. Timing optional. So when we're receptive and we're in that ease and flow place, the rond what's a rendezvous point? It's all about timing. 
It's all about timing. Now, it doesn't mean if you miss the boat, it won't come in again, but, but it is really interesting how it's all lined up and then it's really about the timing. Can we be in a decided place? The, you know, that it's flowing with the feeling. Don't you love that? And again, she was breathing. She was eating cheese dip, which is kind of like breathing. Um, <laughs> she was, how do you pray, Ray? I eat cheese dip. <laughs> um, Don't forget the beer. You got the beer. The beer, the beer. But, you know, it's again, this is this sort of, you're not talking, not thinking about what needs to be done. You're not even focused necessarily on the outcome, but you're, yeah. you're following the feeling that says, I think I need to pause the television and breathe right now. Or I think I need to text this friend because I think I want Mexican food and I think I need cheese. To those are all very, those, those are source, source working with you. But did you hear also that Abraham's talk about, you know, when the momentum builds in the breathing and the focusing and the allowing, then suddenly the urge to act comes naturally. Right. If we have to motivate ourselves to act, we are not in the path of least resistance. The path, yeah. of, you know, of most resistance. That's why I love that they say that there's no such thing as procrastination because a lot of us think when we don't act, we're procrastinating. But really, we just haven't been prompted or felt the urge that has allowed it with ease and flow. We haven't we're not inspired. Yeah. We haven't lined up the energy. Yeah. You know, we have, or I should say, we and haven't once, lined up with the energy. Once you line up with the energy, everything can happen easily and quickly, just like it did for her. It, it's, it's the lining up with the energy that is really what we have to choose or decide. And once that happens, then it's like a done deal, you know? Yes. But it's being led by our feelings and, and that I think is important as part of the spiritual process and honoring the expression of those feelings in our body, in our mind, in our hearts, and, and really romancing, having a romance with your feelings because they are precious jewels. They are precious information. And it's not about judging them or making them wrong. Even if you're ebbing on the low end uh, of the vibrational scale, even if you are in worry, doubt, and fear, honor that. Honor that that is where you have landed based on your thoughts, based on your focus, based on whatever's happening. And it's okay. The most important thing is to know where you are on the map so that you can, can begin to soothe and ease yourself into those higher vibrations. But it is taking those feelings and honoring them and using them as a way to shift and move into that higher place and begin to live a life of vibrational prayer, which is just really that conscious connection. And, and again, we're not talking about feathered nests here. We're not talking about, oh, everything is perfect because contrast is going to happen. It is part of planet Earth. There is nothing wrong with contrast. There is nothing wrong with quote unquote things, you know, going in and and things happening that we didn't anticipate. Um, but it's our response and the way that we care for yeah. ourselves, you know, that I think makes a difference. There's two things that come up for me about that. 
One is I knew that I could live in that step four living and just relaxing into it when I started to be able to laugh at myself. Amen. <laughs> when I started, when I took things so seriously, I could never laugh at myself and then I'd get defensive and irritable if somebody would point something out about me that I <laughs> didn't want to acknowledge. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, laughter is so sweet. So sweet. Yeah, and exactly. To not, and not to take ourselves or anybody else for that matter um, all that serious. Uh, and and to enjoy the release of laughter, because I think much like tears, it is a releasing of resistance. You know, it is. And and the other thing is, you know, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? It's like deciding that we are choosing instead of waiting to see what shows up to choose from. Amen. Amen. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is taking the wheel and deciding that you're going to guide yourself into a better feeling place. And then Source can work with us in such a beautiful, consistent way. Well, believe it or not, we have come to the end of our hour. We have come to the end of our rendezvous point at this delicious time. (laughs) So thank you, Heather, as always, for sitting on this vibrational porch and rocking this chair. (laughs) Drinking the lemonade with you, sister. Feeling good. It's so awesome. I love our, our level of understanding of this material, but more importantly, our ability to take it out into our everyday lives. So we thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction. Again, check out our website, everydayattraction.com. Send us an email, get a session with Heather, really enjoy, give that treat to yourself because you are a blessed rendezvous point and all is well. Take care. We'll see you next time and feel good, sister. Feel good, sister. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. In jest, there is truth. Shakespeare made the line famous. And at Holy Rascals, we've taken it to heart. Join us at HolyRascals.com, a spiritual education resource and community of spiritual boundary crossers who are on a truth-seeking journey that doesn't shy away from humor and frank conversations. HolyRascals.com offers cutting-edge webinars, short online videos, and podcasts. Our featured teachers are inclusive, radical, and often funny people who embrace the common heart of all religions. Find us on Facebook or check out our upcoming programs at www.holyrascals.com.